Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean, and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Happy. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I, I'm at my house, which I, so Tanya and I normally record at her place because she has a microphone set up and um, it's just much better as oh my far gosh, as. It's just so much better. <laughs> and it just brings me so much joy to have a human being in my office with me. Yeah, but I flew home yesterday from Puerto Rico. So I was like, listen, I'm going to be, I'm going to look out for you and uh, be responsible and be at home today. So I'm currently in my dark closet because the sound is better. And also I'm nauseous because I think I'm dehydrated and had a really hard workout today. And so I, the overhead light made me nauseous. So everyone said I look like I'm filming the Blair Witch product Project. You know what? <laughs> I don't mind it. If that's what you got to do, you know, our motto for the rest of 2020 is you do, do what, what you, you got to do. do. So... <laughs> Happy to see you as the Blair Witch Project. I uh, I do miss seeing you here in the in the flesh, but I do think this is the responsible thing to do. Um, just not being indoors next to each other, but I will be seeing you in the um, outdoors this week. So 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I feel like if it if it had been a few days post-flying, I would have been like, you know what? I'll come and I'll just, we'll open the windows. I'll stand, I'll stay far away. But it's just like one day after. So I'm like, let, let's, let's just make sure. I feel out. like I, I really, you know, had my mask on. I Cloroxed everything. But you just never know what the others are doing around never me. Never know so. what the others are doing. And no, I appreciate it. And I respect it. So... Here we go. Okay, so tell me, I do want to know how your birthday was, how the trip was. I need to know, like, how a long flight feels going into the bathrooms on a plane. Like, <laughs> like I just have so many questions. Okay, so the so JoJo turned 30, which, you know, is a significant birthday. And they're living in Puerto Rico right now. Um, they moved there, I think, in August or something. And... She has family there, so they, like, had gone back and forth, and so they're they're there right now, and so it was kind of hard to get um, really, you know, anyone to go that far because it is such a weird time right now. We're in a pandemic, and but I just felt, you know, for every birthday that I've had, whether wherever it's been, she's shown up at my birthday, so... Um, I made the decision that I was going to fly and surprise her. And so I, w- I was like texting Jordan, planning all of this about like, he's going to pick me up and how we were going to make it a surprise. And so I was going to leave Tuesday night, I ha- take a red eye. I would fly to New York first and then fly down to Puerto Rico. Oh. For those of you who are not familiar with maps or geography, same, but... I looked on the map because when I saw that I was going to New York, I was like, this feels really out of the way. But um, <laughs> so my flight left at 1130. And my whole thing is that I've always been someone who cuts it close when it comes to getting to the airport on time. Yeah, it Becca drives- is one of those people <laughs> that like likes to just walk on to the gate and walk on to the plane. And I am like the person that likes to get to the airport and maybe get a coffee, maybe get a pick up a you know, magazine to flip through, you know, make sure I fill up my hydro flask, go to the bathroom. I like to give myself plenty of time. So anytime I do travel with Becca, I get major anxiety because she's one of, she's just not like I. And so (laughs) she's not like I. So I agree. I can be stressful. And most of my friends are more like you. I think most people are more like you where they like, like to have a sufficient amount of time without stress. But especially right now, I'm like, I don't want to be in the airport surrounded by people any longer than I have to. So my plan was to get there like 35 minutes before my flight, because I thought it was like, you have to be there 30 minutes before to check your flight. And then I just walk to my gate and hop on. I get there, and so my flight was at 11.30, and I got there at 11, like 10.50 or so, 10.51, and the lady checking me in was like, you have to be here 40 minutes early to check your bag. She was like, I can't do it. And I was like, I looked at the clock, and I was one minute late for being able to check it on, and I was like, please, I was like, I was like... I was begging, basically. And she goes, well, we get docked. Like, we get charged a fee if we check people in late. And I was like, um, how, like, how much? Like, I was basically like, I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo <laughs> Please you. Please help me. So I was so, I missed my flight. They had to reschedule me for the next day. So I was supposed to get into Puerto Rico at 1 p.m., like, in the afternoon the next day. 
in the flight they put me on that they had available wasn't going to get me there till 10.30 p.m. So I'm so embarrassed because I have to text Jordan and be like, listen, I missed my flight. I missed my flight because I was doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, like my plan was just to be there. Just, you know, I had plans to be on time. Like if I'm ever, if I ever have to like be late for something or I'm like embarrassed about something like that, I'm like, oh my, I'm so sorry. Like I, I had too many meetings or I like took a shower and I just slipped or I don't know like something and Becca's <laughs> I don't know I couldn't even think of anything Becca's just like I missed my flight because I just didn't leave my house because 10 minutes earlier exactly so I was so embarrassed I like almost I didn't even know what to text him so I, was, I just said I was like listen I missed my flight I'm very embarrassed that I missed my flight but my my new flight doesn't get until 10:30 so I don't know how how you're going to be able to pick me up without her knowing something's going on. So, he wrote me back. He was like, "I'll figure it out. We'll make this work." Which was he's so nice to help me as he's probably like this idiot. So, um he tells her so I land at like 11:30 and he had told her um for his when he does broadcasting stuff for football, he has uh, these charts that he prints out, I guess. And so he told Jojo at 1130 that he had to go print out his charts for the next day. And she was just like, aren't they closed? And he made, he was so brilliant. He goes, yeah, the main section's closed, but they have a set, like the self-serve section still open. So you can go print out stuff when you need to. And so she's just like, okay. <laughs> so, I'd be like so sketched out. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't even think twice about it. It's a healthy relationship. Um, and so he picks me up and he walks in and then I walk in behind her. She was about to pass out and go to sleep. And she was totally like, what in the heck am I half asleep right now? What's going on? I know. The video is so cute. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, it was really fun. And then my birthday was really chill where they live is so beautiful and it's like paradise. So it literally um, looks like paradise. Yeah, it is. And everyone just like it has a golf cart. It's just like a very islandy vibe. So it was really like a really just relaxed, fun birthday. And then the next night, Jordan set up a dinner that looked like a wedding reception. It looked so beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't even get over the twinkle lights. I was like, ah, I know. I know. And he's so sweet because, you know, for me, like my birthday had happened and I flew out for JoJo's birthday. So I wasn't really expecting, I wasn't expecting anything for my birthday. And he made sure that like they had a little menu printed out and it had like happy birthday, JoJo and Becca. And then the cake said happy birthday, JoJo and Becca. And so it was just really sweet and it was just so beautiful. So it was a really fun, fun time. And, um, I'm glad I went. That's so nice. I'm glad you went too. I like had this weird, <laughs> I like woke up in the morning that one more, I can't remember what morning it was. And I've texted Becca and I was like, how long's the flight to Puerto Rico? Like, I just wanted to like face my fear of getting on a plane and just like go for the weekend, you know? And Becca was like seven and a half hours. I was like, okay. And we will not be. Doing no, it's that. like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's across the country and then some, and then, um, and then, like, I have a, <laughs> the best part is that a, I have a small group of friends that were going up to Tahoe to celebrate my birthday because the dates didn't work out um, for my birthday because I was gone, obviously. And um, Tanya, like, won't do, she's, like, nervous to do, like, a 45-minute flight. And so then she goes, 
she had already said, I don't know if I feel comfortable flying. And then she was like, how far is it to Puerto Rico? <laughs> I'm like, wait, so you're going to get on a nine hour travel day and then you're not going to go 45 minutes up north. So um, my new word for the rest of the year is surrender mm-hmm. because I've just been just with like the election, just everything that's been going on. I feel like I've been so persistent to, you know, be like not unaffected but just try and keep the normalcy alive in certain things you know and mm-hmm. I think I just realized that I'm just gonna surrender to just what is is you know what I mean instead of trying to I don't know how to like force or do things you know what I mean it's like you make plans and then some people have to quarantine so then your plans have to change you know it's just like mm-hmm. I just I'm just trying to go with the flow like I like same thing like I was like I'm gonna have a you know crazy not crazy Halloween but I was like I'm just gonna do it up and it's Halloween you know and like we ended up literally just staying in in onesies making skeleton skinny margaritas and watching the craft you know what I mean and it was just kind of like I'm surrendering to the year of 2020 and you know it was great it was it it is what it is you know what I mean level there'll never be another Halloween like it you know and so Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's what I'm trying to have that be like my new philosophy is just surrender peace bring peace back into the anxiety that I've been feeling lately I think that's a really good word I I also I know a lot of us are feel like I just I every couple minutes today I just have this sinking feeling in my stomach from just like you know this week and not knowing what's going to happen and not really, you know, we, none of us have control over what's going to happen. But right. if if you are, I know a lot of us, and we talked about it last week, Mark brought it up, but I know a lot of us have had the mentality of just like being pretty defeated over the fact that, that our options are these two people that maybe we don't feel great about on either side. And it's kind of feels like defeating, but please go out and vote. If you haven't yet, and you're like in that mindset of like, I don't want to vote because I don't like either one of them. Like, please let this be your sign to go out and vote because it's a really big election and and everyone who has the chance to vote should be voting right now so and also there's just so much on the ballot too you know what i mean like with local you can make such a difference locally that i don't think people really even realize that i get so tired of the i don't like either candidate and it seems like every four years people say that same thing but these two candidates are so incredibly different there's no way you can't like either one of these candidates. I find that very hard to believe. Now, it may not have been your favorite, and you may have wanted somebody else, but I don't get that because they are two sides of a coin to me. They're not the same side, like like some people might say. They're not. They're completely different. And the uh, country is going to go in one way or is it going to go in a totally different way? And you got to pick a side. You really got to. By the way, I caught some heat. I got a Facebook message. A woman was mad at me. Oh. She said that when I said that you should look up and see who somebody you trust endorses and they'll tell you who to vote for. She said that is not a modern woman thing to be told who to vote for. No. Just to clarify, I didn't want to make it sound like homework. All this research and learning about the propositions is homework. And I'm just saying there's a shortcut out there. And I'd rather you do a shortcut than not vote at all. But it's also and not, not saying it's not being told. You're not being told. Yes. It's somebody that you trust. Right. You trust their opinion. Yes. And exactly. so you it's an educated like it's it's an educational study, if you will. 
Yes. So if you don't have time, that's a way to do it. I'm not saying vote for whoever the Democrats tell you or whoever the Republicans tell you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying find an organization that you trust, that you support. My wife and I have a number of them that we support. There's an anti-gun group that we love. They have endorsements. So we look at it and we see who they think would be best. You know, that sort of thing. (laughs) People who agree with you will guide you and you don't have to spend a lot of time. That's all I'm saying. And if you want to spend... I mean, it's a little late now, but if you want to spend hours and hours researching this thing, have at it. That's a great thing for you. Good. Do it. I'm all for it. Let me tell you somebody that I stand behind because my world has been shooketh this week. The menstrual cup. (laughs) Well, she really, of course, it goes back to Tanya's period. Because let me tell you, I am a woman that talks about vagina a lot. Like, I'm a vagina talker. You know what I mean? It's we are women. We have vaginas. We have periods. We bleed. We cramp. We it's beautiful. It's disgusting. It's all of those things. But we have our periods, you know, and so it's like no more of the grimacing that you don't want to talk about it. It's like we have them. Let's carry on. Every month we get this period and I've just been using tampons my whole life because that's what we have. We have pads and tampons. I am so surprised I've gone like my whole life up until this year not knowing that there's such a thing as this cup, right? And and they've been telling me to use it now for how long have scrubbers been writing in telling me to try one of these for months now, right? Yeah, it's been a minute. And I've been so reluctant to try it because it sounds weird and it sounds like messy and gross. So I got my period and I went to the store to try new tampons and I saw the cup there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this cup. At first, it was a little tricky to to get in. And let me just say, anybody who is trying, and um, if at first you do not succeed, dust yourself off and try again, <laughs> because I finally got it, and it has changed the game. Like, I can't, and I, I mean, I'm. it might take you more than one try, because basically what you have to do is you have to like fold it. I mean, I'm happy to do an instruction video at some point on my Instagram, but you have to fold it like a taco and then shove it up like a tampon. And basically it opens up and suctions to your outer walls, and then it collects, collects. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is put it in the morning. You go about your day. You don't have to worry about when you pee, peeing on your tampon string, taking a shower. Like, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's just there all day you take it out before you go to bed clean it up put it back in and go to sleep it's like the best thing i could have ever done for myself we love to hear it (laughs) a new period product yeah it's a new period product i did also try the menstrual disc that one is a little bit more difficult it's a little bit more challenging because i don't quite know where my pelvic bone is to place it but i'm going to keep trying with that one because that seems like a product i'm going to love as well the diva cup is a brand right or is that a style it's a brand okay. so i the, the it's it's called a menstrual cup and then there's different brands it's like it's like a kleenex for you know tissue exactly. yeah okay exactly uh, I'm sending Ashley Iaconetti your way because she said she would never, ever use one of these things. It came up off the air when we were doing Almost Famous for some reason. And she said, oh, never. I'll never do that. I said, talk to Tanya Rad. She'll, ha- she'll make you a believer. Becca, are you interested in trying this from Tanya's description? Because it doesn't seem like you are. I am not as passionate about Like, my period isn't something that I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. I just kind of, like, deal with it because it is part of being a woman. And then I'm happy when it's over and don't want to, like, think about it or talk about it more than just what I already have to deal with. I know. It's like we've had these these products that were made in how many, what, the 
30s, 1930s was when a tampon was around. I could be totally wrong. I'm just guessing. But they haven't reinvented the wheel in so long. And it's like now they're coming up with all these different things that are, A, better for the environment. I'm not throwing away a tampon every two to three hours. It's just one cup that I'm going to use for probably a few periods. And B, it's better for my vagina. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I... It- the thing is, is that honestly, it took me so long to figure out how to do the tampon thing that I'm like triggered from that as a young adult or young teenager. So the thought of like relearning the process of the new thing and then having to something about something about the cleanup uh, has me a little. You know what? Let me tell you, that was what deterred me from trying it. But all I, you just you just do it when you're on the toilet, and then I mean my sink is right next to me, so I just put my hand in my sink, rinse it off like a little, like toothbrushes, if you will, just rinse it in the water, and then boop, drop it back in. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I mean, like maybe someone will sponsor the podcast now that I, you I, have honestly, it's so and funny too. About it. I was texting my sister because I was like, "How do you put this thing in?" And if you remember back in, you know, back in the day, my sister refused to show me how to put a tampon in, oh, so yeah. <laughs> she was not, you know, th- not gonna go there with the cup either. But I have another friend who uses one who like literally sent me a video of how to do it, and so. um it's really easy. It's it's not as easy as a tampon, but once you get the hang of it, I'm telling you, it took me like two or three tries, and I am just so happy. Like I'm well, such I'm, a happy customer. I'm so thrilled. Like I'm so happy for you. Truly. Thank you. The modern day tampon was patented in 1933. Oh, you were right in the 30s. In the th- in the 30s. Think about that. We've been using tampons since it's 2020. Like, let's evolve. Let's our, our vaginas are worth it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's good. We got to keep them healthy. No more, no more, no more chafing from cotton. Like, just we're done with it. I do not chafe. What are you talking about? That's what you think. <laughs> I think the menstruation is a beautiful thing, and, and I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. But I had this like terrifying experience with the diva cup when I was younger, um, and I think I've even said this on the podcast before, but. Uh, the first girl I knew that used one, uh, I, I grew up in a very hippie town, and uh, this uh, buddy of mine was living with this uh, young lady who probably used a diva cup, and I went into the refrigerator to get some water, and I was like, hey, what's with all this marinara sauce you guys keeping in here? And uh, she was emptying it into a jar and then keeping it in the fridge to cook with it later, because as I understand it, I'm not judging, there are some health uh maybe some advantages to using what your body has already processed. Uh, okay, I have never. Tanya, I just need to say. I'm judging. Judge? <laughs> so I know that like, I know the idea of the Diva Cup and I, I admire it, but it's so hard to get out of my head that the process isn't like, okay, you take it out and then you get a mason jar and then you put it in your fridge. <laughs> like it's it's just scarred me for life. But, but I admire you, um, Tanya, for... Um, so it. I'm not I'm not saving or collecting mine. I'm I'm still just right down the toilet with the rest of the things. But I do have to say, there's the, the disc. The there's a cup and then there's like a disc, right? So I pulled out the disc because <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm already so like lightheaded and nauseous right no, now. And I know it's like, our it bodies. Looks like a, it like... looks like a giant condom, if you will. Like that's what so. 
and I was showing it to Red Star and he was like, how does that go inside? Because <laughs> it's like big, but basically once you put it in, it like somehow conforms to like the size that your body is or whatever. But I could not get it in right. I couldn't get it to sit right. I don't know. That one's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. So I'm just telling everybody, if you're going to try, try the cup versus the disc first. Because are, are disc- you are you trying, are you set on trying all options just so you can reference them and talk about them? Because like my thought is if you love the Diva Cups or the Cups so much, why work so hard to do the disc if it's harder? So I will, I will tell you, it might be a little uh, much for the podcast, but uh, screw it. We're here. Um, <laughs> it's, it's meant so that you can have sex on your period. So it does, it's not like messy. God, y'all are just animals. <laughs> <laughs> because essentially what it does is it just like collects it all like on top. So it's like free of, it's just, you're free to, to have at it. Wow. The sacrifice, the sacrifice for Red Star. <laughs> essentially <laughs> it's actually funny i didn't know that there was a difference in a, a cup and a disc and my actually my pelvic floor physical therapist was telling me about the disc and she's like oh i think you should try it and i was like all right girl <laughs> i'm trying to think of what to uh transition into but nothing is coming up so oh, i think well, we maybe we take, take a break, break so. <laughs> yeah we'll just take a break and we'll be back with was it too much did i go else? too far no, no further than you go on a normal basis. I think just, we all just need a minute, though. Yeah, just <laughs> take a minute. decompress, come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, I'm not the was, one who took it to the mason jar like Easton, yeah, okay? Yeah, I think Easton's mason jar story is really what took a turn it, for Yeah, me. It takes all Thank kinds. You. It takes all kinds. I just want you to see the spectrum, yeah. you know? It's amazing what, the, what we can do for ourselves with our bodies. The but female anyways, body we'll is back. a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is. Thanks, Easton. <laughs> I love it. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. 
Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. All right, we are back. Great conversation had about the female body. Um, And taking a totally different turn, I wanted to remind y'all about our virtual Scrubbers Choice Party that we are having November 13th. So basically, we're celebrating the People's Choice Awards. Um, This is more just like a fun party and something for everyone to kind of be involved in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have some really fun guests. We're doing our first ever live manal, which y'all will love. Yep. And so, like Becca said, it's November 13th. It's starting at 5 o'clock Pacific, which is 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, you can go to onlocationlive.com to get your tickets to that. And then a portion of the proceeds are benefiting Young Survivor Coalition, um, which is young adults facing breast cancer together. So uh, it's going to be a fun event. Come hang, get your tickets. And, you know, it's like a different Friday night because every night is essentially similar in quarantine so yeah and I mean if you were part of our last live virtual show you know anything can happen 
<laughs> Honestly, maybe one of my highlights of quarantine during Honestly, kind of same. <laughs> kind of same because I felt so anxiety driven during it and was just so like stressed and, and, and disappointed. And then seeing everybody's reaction, how much fun they had and how much they were laughing at it made me feel so much better. Well, we had, I mean, it was just yeah, the the videos of what was actually happening while we were just panicking behind the scenes was right. just the best. So um, if you weren't a part of that last time, don't miss this one because it could be even more crazy because we're going to have a mantle. I'm sure we'll have some, you know, drinks, which always is fun for some of us. So, yeah. Good times. Um Wait, so what, you just had, like, a chill Halloween? Yeah, Everything's- like, literally, when I tell you it was pumpkin onesies, went to the grocery store to get stuff to make. So I had these, like, little skeletons. They're just, like, little baby skeletons. And so I was like, why don't we make skinny margaritas? Get it? Like, yeah, skeletons, skinny margaritas. <laughs> yeah. So we made skinny margaritas, and we had, like, a Halloween playlist that we hat on and like dance to and just literally ate and watched the craft and ate um vegan or we got vegan ice cream didn't end up eating it but we were gonna do it a taste off next time Ve- mm-hmm. next time vegan taste test off vegan ice cream taste test off mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i'm just kind of you know it's interesting because i saw you know all that backlash that was going on with kendall jenner and her birthday party Oh, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Halloween birthday party. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's like, yes, I do think that there is something to the fact that we're still in this pandemic. We all should just hunker down and try and get through it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's just like we do have to continue to somewhat live our lives, right? It's like, you know, we need to start flying again. Like, these airlines need to... You know, it's just like the economy needs to move, right? I mean, I that really yeah. don't know how that correlates to Kendall Jenner's birthday <laughs> party. Um, no. Maybe we don't have, you know, big shindigs. And I'm sure there, there was a protocol and I'm sure people got rapid tests and yeah. you know, things like that. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, on all the flights that I was on, they were all the pilots and the flight attendants were like, thank you so much for flying and like, you know, yeah. keeping this in. Like, I think it's kind of just been so tough for everybody. And I think we all have to do our part and be responsible and like even for my little birthday getaway that I'm doing in a few in a couple weeks like everyone's getting tested before and it's just like we have to be responsible if we're gonna have some normalcy but like if you know I think it's just a matter of being respectful that we are still in a pandemic so I I know it's like a hard balance to navigate because I get stressed out about doing things and the backlash I might receive but I also know that there's a lot of people who have suffered from like the discourse of like our normal lives and everything so I think it's just yeah I'm kind of in the same place of like not knowing what's the actual perfect answer and I don't think anyone does um wait so Friday which was October 30th um was not only my birthday, it was National Texture X Day, and we <laughs> teased this last week if we were going to do it. Um, I got permission. I got the go-ahead from 95P that it was fine. So um, I was going to text Robert because he's really my only ex. Okay, it's funny that you went that way because I got so much 
heat on my end. I got so many DMs from scrubbers saying this is exactly the opposite of what you said you should ever do. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like why? Like I was going to text my ex from high school, which is his name is Ryan Compton. Shout out. If you listen, he probably doesn't, but uh, yeah, shout out. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> but it's true. It's like, that's so my past. And like, I don't need to go down that path. Like I love him. I'm sure he's great. And I think he, ha you know, is married. I'm pretty sure he has kids. So I wish him well, but don't care to, don't care to text my ex. Well, I think it's just like my, my, I'll, I'll do it right now. My text is basically like Friday was text your ex day. So I wanted to say, Hey, and acknowledge the holiday. <laughs> but also I did get, um, you know, I was respectful to 95P and also Robert is single as far as I know right now. So you know, I if if I knew that he was in a relationship, I'd probably hold off because I wouldn't want to disrespect, you know, who he is with. Right. Okay, you want to lob it out? Yeah. All right. But since it's not text your ex day, what is the premise? Oh. Right. <laughs> no, yes. I was gonna say Friday was text your ex. Ah. Then why didn't you do it on Friday? Is what Mark's saying. Like we well, need because... some sort of. We're recording, so you can say friends. We're recording the podcast right now. Hmm? But wait, also, I also think he, you should ask him something, such as, like, how? Well, are only you? because if you just say, and I know this is the uh, should I say what ending. was the most annoying thing about me while we were yes, together? Something okay. like that. Okay, that would so be I'm going to say, while I was busy celebrating my birthday on Friday, there was actually another holiday happening. Did you hear from him on your birthday? Yes, he said, happy birthday, Bex. That's very hope, sweet. I hope you have the best day ever. That's what he said. Great. Okay, so this makes sense then. So I'm saying, while I was busy celebrating my birthday, there was also another national holiday that day. And then I'm going to say it was text your ex day. In honor of the special day, what was the what? In honor of the most <laughs> annoying thing about me while we were dating. Whoop! It's sent. There it was. All right, Tanya. Robert's a quick one, so I feel like we're gonna get a response semi soon. <laughs> So, Tanya, where do we stand on this? Are you... Um, no, are it goes you... against everything that I've been fighting Becca against. <laughs> yeah, that this is a pride issue for Tanya now. Yeah, like, it's like, I'm like the person that says there is no reason to text your ex, ever. And I agree in terms of Ryan Compton, because he may be married, you could cause problems. But there's got, there's got to be some sort of a more recent ex. There, there's a recent ex, but the only one that I could think of that I would text... I feel like is inappropriate just because he has like recently reached out and I'm trying to like set a boundary, be out of oh, respect. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that seems like playing with fire a little bit. Okay. Weak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew you know what's funny though? Like all that. my, all, all my exes, like the ones that I like, if I go down my, you know, list of ones that were significant, um, are all married minus like, Two, three. He responded. I knew oh, wow, it. that was really fast. I, he's a responder. He's a responder. <laughs> he's so full of it, too. 
He goes, I can't think of a single thing. You're an angel. And I said, you're a liar. Answer the question. <laughs> he, I knew he would say something that wouldn't. I love that, though. He, no, he That's probably, the right answer, though. You yeah. got to give him credit for that. That is, if that happened to me with an ex of mine, I would say not a thing. Because why would you? You know, you don't want to stir anything up. I was so annoying. I mean, I was like... <laughs> well, what do you think was the most annoying thing about you? Um, where do I begin? Um, probably just not my non-committal ways. Non-committal ways? In the sense of, like, I... Like, he was my first relationship, and I had been so independent before that that I always just did my own thing and, like, didn't... You know, I didn't have to answer to anybody. I didn't have to, like, talk on the phone if I didn't want to, whatever. And so I think he dealt with a lot of my immaturity in the first relationship. So he would say, like, hey, dinner Saturday night, and you'd be like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, she would. It's only Thursday, so. Yeah. Exactly, which okay. I am like that, so. Right, but, I mean, in Becca's defense, she's like that in every relationship. Of course, it's not but like- that airport thing would drive me nuts. I know it's it drives everybody nuts. So you're not I'm my feelings don't even get hurt by that cuz I'm just like I know. And then I miss my flight so I really know. But let's listen. We I have I have been that way with flying for so long and that was the first one. You know, I really think the mask took away my ability to charm because normally oh, right, right, you can just give a they'll smile bend and a the wink. rules for me and she was not having it. So Blame you know the mask. This is an interesting question, though. Just like because I now that you're saying it, I'm like reflecting back on on the most annoying things that I probably did in in relationships. It's an interesting. Well, it's a, well, it's an interesting <laughs> thought process that's going through my head right now. Oh, uh, I mean, love to every hear relationship what you're until say. actually every relationship, including getting married, they're all they're all you're all works in progress. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we never, we should, I mean, we never stop changing or evolving. Even the people that don't want to change or evolve, like you are regardless, because things are always changing around you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I honestly. Like, I'm probably the opposite of Becca. Like, I'm probably so annoying because I like to have plans. Probably too, like, I'm already planning things for February, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah that's probably annoying. What are you planning for February right now? Uh, well, you know, 2021 just seems like a good year to plan things. So <laughs> just skipping November and December and going straight to 2021. Isn't it wild that in four months it'll be a year since we were in, <laughs> since the yeah. pandemic, the yeah, started? <laughs> wild. I had to count twice to make sure that was right because <laughs> I saw it posted somewhere. I enjoy Robert. I enjoy Robert because I think, um, He's like a dude. He's like a duty dude, you know? Uh, but he is also your ex. So there's like that sense of, um, like, I don't want to say brotherly vibe to him. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like he has my best interest at heart, but he's also a duty dude. So I just enjoy getting advice from him. Yeah, because he's duty dude, but brotherly. Duty, duty dude, but brotherly. He's he a brotherly put duty his, dude. Put that on his resume. Yeah. yeah. Um. Should we get to emails? Because these are pretty, like, 
I'm interested to see if we all agree on the, the things. Sure. And we're about a week and a half out uh, from the Grey's Anatomy premiere. So I want to ask you guys a few questions to see if you remember last season. Mm. Okay, and I'll give okay. you more questions next week as we get closer and closer. I love this. Wait, are we, so are we doing this before emails? Uh, whatever. We'll take a break and we'll figure it out. Oh, okay. We'll be back. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio exactly that's why 21 seeds infused tequila is a must-have 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit which means the flavors are built in so you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail 21 seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever yes 21 seeds is smooth fresh and tastes incredible and it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. 
I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive. Like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. All right, we are back. And after the during the break, we discussed that we're going to do emails offer some advice to some people who have written in, and then we're going to do the Grey's Anatomy quiz game. All right, this is from Anonymous. She says, I just recently got engaged, and I keep dreaming about a guy I used to date. My fiancé, Joshua, and I have known each other since we were in middle school. I've known the other guy, let's call him Sean, for about the same amount of time. Sean and I were never official. He's that bad boy that gives mixed signals. I know I want to marry Joshua, but when I wake up from those dreams, I can't help but wonder if I'm making a mistake. In some of the dreams, I actually end things with Joshua so that I could be with Sean. Do the dreams mean anything? Should I tell Joshua about these dreams or just hope they go away? Wait, can I just start off here? Because I find this email to be so interesting. I have recently started going to therapy, seeing a therapist. And my last session, she asked me to, um, whenever I have a dream, to wake up and write it in my notes page so that we can uh, discuss it in my next session. For some reason, ever since she told me this, I'm like not dreaming. Like, or they're just, go- like, I can't remember anything to save my life. And so I think that there is some significance to it because clearly there is if my therapist is asking me to write them down so that we can like discuss it in my next session so i think that there is something to your dreams i just don't know the answer <laughs> thank you for that wisdom tanya <laughs> that was very helpful advice and response well i'm talking um, to her on wednesday so hopefully i have a maybe i can just ask her yeah the significance of the dream yeah maybe ask her about this one and if we give bad advice according to the ther- your therapist then we can re revisit this but um i just want you to know that the, the the bad boy that gave you mixed signals then is probably still the bad boy who would give you mixed signals now not saying that people can't change but i'm saying I think you're having dreams. There's probably this level of, as someone who I consider myself pretty non-committal in a sense of like long-term stuff freaks me out. Um, I feel like I would probably manifest this like weird dream scenario where I'm with other people just in the sense that I'm like, oh wait, I'm going to be with the same person forever. And your brain kind of does these like weird tricks on you. But I think if you're with Joshua and you're so excited about being with him and you can't picture yourself not being with him or like you wouldn't be okay if if you weren't with him and he was with someone else, then I think you know that you're with the right person. And Sean is just like fantasy that is probably coming in because you 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 said yes to something long term committal. Yeah, I feel like I bet there is something to like 
engagement, you know, even as much as if let's say you're somebody that is looking forward to that and that's something that you really like dream and, and dream of. I feel like once it happens, there is, there is some level of anxiety, whether it's obviously something that you really want, you know, there comes some, something with like the in perpetuity part of it that probably stirs up some emotions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never been engaged. Guys, now, have you all- I, I, you know, I, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this because I'm not somebody who believes in supernatural stuff. I don't believe in psychics. I don't believe in any of that stuff. This means nothing. You have cold feet. It's totally <laughs> normal. Leaving Joshua for Sean, you would regret it for the rest of your life. And I think you know that on some level. Like, close your eyes and really imagine your life a year from now. Married to Joshua or having left Joshua, you no longer speak to Joshua, you're dating the bad boy, and what's that life look like compared to what the Joshua life looks like? I think you know the right path here. I think it's standard cold feet. Everybody has them. This means nothing. Don't read too much into it. Yeah, keep the good guy, dude. Like, good guys. The good guys, we need the good ones. You want the good one. for the, You want the steady Eddie for the long haul, you know? You don't want the Sanzi Sam. <laughs> no. yeah that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah i i feel like a life with sean giving up someone like joshua for sean would be a life of anxiety and insecurity and not knowing if he's being loyal so mm-hmm. don't don't overthink it is he at the store or is he at a strip club i, I don't know <laughs> is he at office depot right i bet sean's apartment is disgusting <laughs> for sure he never cleans his bathroom yeah he's got those loser friends like we were talking about a few weeks ago with the weird nicknames the yeah and Sean. he for sure leaves his like nose hair trimmings or beard trimmings yeah. in the sink like he doesn't even wash them down he just leaves them in there or maybe Sean is the friend the gross friend yeah oh yeah you're right <laughs> yeah um, alright alright here comes another one this is from Brittany <laughs> I'm currently working in a field that is male-dominated surgery. Very perfect for our scrubbing-in program. I started my job dating a guy, and that didn't pan out. I'm now in a relationship with a female who I adore. I need advice on how to address my sexuality with my employer. I work in the deep south for people who do not share the same views as me. However, I see forever with this girl. Would you tell your boss about your sexual orientation, even if it's something he's made remarks about disagreeing with? Any advice would be helpful. Um, Wait, this is t- can, what can you read the middle part again. The deep sure. south. Well, no. Like, why does she need? Why she started out her career dating a man didn't work out. Yeah, she's now dating a woman. Yep. Her and boss. How does she address this with her employer? But she I, knows that they're not keen on the same yeah. sex relationships. Yeah, because she said he's made remarks about disagreeing with it. I personally, like, I don't think it's a conversation where you go out. Of, it's really no one's business, honestly. Yes, I think I agree with that. But I do think if he says something derogatory or rude that is offensive about it, I think you say, like, hey, you know, that's inappropriate. And I'm actually in a relationship. Like, if you feel comfortable being like, I'm in a relationship with a woman, that's inappropriate. Or just say, hey, you know, I, I find that to be a little bit offensive. If you feel like you need to stick up for yourself, then absolutely say something. But I don't think it's necessary for you to go out of your way to have the conversation because it's really no one's business. 
But that's my question. Is it necessary? Is there a Christmas party? Is there? Is it going? Is it inevitable that this well, is going here's to become the thing. an issue? Here's the thing. I think that no, you don't need to. It's you know, it is really nobody's business but your own. However, I do also think too, like you don't want to. You're not embarrassed of your girlfriend. You don't want to hide your girlfriend. You don't want to hide your relationship. So I think there are ways that you can, you know, like without having saying I want to have a serious conversation or like I want to talk to you about something you don't have to make it this big thing but if you guys are like let's say I don't really know what if you have lunch in a cafeteria or you know if you hang out in the lounge or wherever you hang and there it's just like I, I don't know I have no idea but in just a very like kind of passive way you say something like oh my gosh yeah like my girlfriend and I went to the farmer's market in Studio City and they had the best you know almonds I know you love almonds you should go there or you, I, I don't know you know what I mean like if, if your boss loves you know Mexican food you could be like oh my gosh uh, my girlfriend and I just went on a really nice date there they have this great open seating um, and they have you know tacos for five dollars on Tuesdays you should try that so you're bringing up the fact that you have a girlfriend mm -hmm. And you're saying it, but you're not making it like a big thing. You're not saying like, I really need to talk to you about something. I know this yeah. is not, you know, your. But here's the danger. Like, can he, can he um, kind of short circuit her career? Can he decide that she's not going to get the promotions? Because I know it's not legal per se, but in the deep South, I think this is the kind of thing that happens. So I'm a little concerned about. Yeah, but you know what? I think you have to give people a chance to respond in a different way. Like a lot of people are ignorant because of how they were raised or the culture that they grew up in and sometimes it takes like knowing someone that you respect or that's you know in your life on a consistent basis to realize that it's no different like a relationship is a relationship and i almost think i like your idea tanya of it coming up naturally but i also think if you do have like a christmas party or a party you bring her and you say this is my girlfriend and and then that way it's not this just we've talked about this on the podcast before of like if people have kids and they go into the date being like um like a little almost like it's a bad thing that they have kids if you make yeah, a big like they, deal like out they, of it they sit there and they're just like i have to tell you something yeah and you're like expecting them to drop some bomb and then they say they have kids and it's like great i want kids you know yeah but i think it's i think just like anything in that regard you just kind of don't make it a big deal because when you make it a big deal it becomes a bigger deal than it is. So I think you casually bring her up and say, sometimes people might think girlfriend is a friend because sometimes like girlfriends are like, that's my girlfriend. Like, Well, that's why I said like date. My girlfriend, I went on a date. Yeah. But also you know? I think maybe you bring her to something and introduce her and just say like, this is my girlfriend. And, and they're not gonna, I, I imagine, and I know it's different in the South, but I imagine that someone's not gonna be blatantly rude or right to your face in that moment i think we i think you have to give people a chance to prove your expectations wrong yeah and if they do short circuit you and they're that you know that in this stuck in their ways and their beliefs and you, then we gotta we gotta Ooh, we gotta you email us back. We will, we will get oh, the yeah, scrubbing we'll... in community to oust that man. I mean, Honestly, the truth yeah. is, she doesn't have to tell the boss. She could just mention it to any of the other doctors and nurses. Oh yeah, my girlfriend went to that Mexican restaurant last weekend, and that's going to spread like wildfire throughout the entire um, wing. 
I guess. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I hope I, we like don't know how the doctors that yeah, sure in the cafeteria. We're just using our Grey's Anatomy knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. the on-call room is going to be a buzz. <laughs> yeah. But good luck because uh, being in a same-sex relationship in the Deep South has got to be a challenge. So good luck yeah. to you. Yeah. You, I hope you're not and, stuck you on know, happies. Yeah, and I think you feeling confident that you see forever with her is, you know, means more than what someone else's opinion means. So, um, you know, sorry that it's even something you have to navigate, but such is our world and sometimes people can be disappointing but they also can surprise you so keep that you know in the back of your head too but happy yeah. for you that you're in a very happy relationship that you're I mean, see forever that's with the someone goal. i mean good for you yeah. yeah um great okay so after that very insightful knowledge of our you know, hospital lingo, <laughs> giving advice about the OR, the wing, the on-call room. Mark has I'm a I'm worried that she's going to get stuck doing appies from now on. <laughs> well, you know what? No surgery every, wants that. Every appy is one step closer to happy. <laughs> oh, wow. Good. I, I'm proud of you for that one. Thank you. All right, I'll just ask you a few questions about this season of Grey's Anatomy, sorry, last season of Grey's Anatomy, just to make sure that we all remember what happened because it was a long time ago and the world has changed. Uh, Tanya, you go first. Becca, you can steal. Okay. Meredith detects which of these illnesses in her community super her community service supervisor. Oh my gosh, I forgot she was even in community. Service. <laughs> <laughs> I see how this is going to go for me. Okay. Uh, do you have an answer? Oh, it's not like multiple choice? Well, it could be, but I'd rather it not be if we can avoid it. I feel like I remember this. Say, ask me the question again. All right. Remember, she was on community service, and she had her supervisor. And then she real and the supervisor was being kind of a jerk to her. And she realized that he had a certain affliction. Just by looking at him, she's like, I think uh, you have this. And I forget what symptoms she saw, but it was enough to make her concerned. Sure don't. Okay. Becca, do you remember? God, I I feel like I'm getting this confused with another thing where, where Alex was fighting for Zola to, Zola to be adopted. And now I'm like, because he did the same thing with the, so, like the social worker or something. Oh. Yeah, that's not the answer. No. Give me a second. Okay. Was it a lump? All right. I'm going to give you guys the choice. <laughs> okay. Tanya, back to you. Was it the flu? Was it cancer? Was it an aneurysm? Aneurysm. Becca, agree or disagree? Disagree. Cancer. And the point goes to Becca. It was cancer. Yeah. Dang. One point for Becca. Becca gets this question. Who is the father of Amelia's baby? Oh. Link. That's right. Two points. Very good. And now back to you, Tanya. The- what? That was easier. Well, you know, I it's just the a luck of the draw. the same opportunity as the second exactly. as the first one, though. Uh, what is the name of Teddy and Owen's daughter? I'm sorry. Wait. They have, oh, yeah, they have a daughter. <laughs> wait, they have a daughter? <laughs> Teddy and Owen have a daughter. Did you know that? Oh, wait. I think I know. No, I mean, Pass. Is it Megan? 
No. No, that's that's somebody's sister. But Isn't I see his... what you're doing and and you're on the right track. Her name I is am? Alice. Her name's Allison, oh. which is another named after a woman Teddy knew when she was in New York or something. Oh yeah. Wait, what weren't they like lovers or something? That random yes, storyline? Yes, they were very good. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, Tanya, I'll give you one more chance here. You know, that's Richard. Not fair. <laughs> what do you mean it's not fair? Because now it's Becca's turn. Well, but okay, fine. <laughs> Richard has that old friend that makes Catherine very jealous. What's her name? That makes Catherine really jealous. Who is that? I'm trying to think of who. The, who's the actress that plays? Um, it was um, Jasmine Guy. Sure. From uh, Two Two Seven. Yeah, don't know who that is. <laughs> her name, though, is. Her name is. Uh, I think it's Lisa. Okay, it is not Lisa. Tanya for the steal. I mean, no the name Kelly. Okay, I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. I guess Becca gets the choices first because it's hers. Is her name? Is her name Mia, Maggie, or Gemma? Ugh. Mia. Tanya? Well, it's not Maggie. That's his daughter, Gemma. Gemma's correct. Oh. Look at that. We got ourselves a tie. Don't that's we? That's right, baby. Do it. No, no, I'm winning. No, Becca's up two to one. <laughs> Becca's up two to one. All right. Tanya, right. who told Bailey about Meredith's insurance fraud? I actually remember this. You know who it is. You know. Maggie? Nope. Amelia? Nope. It was glasses. Do I do I need his name? Jake Borelli's character. I'm like blanking on his. No. No. Jake Borelli's character. <laughs> yeah, glasses. His name is Levi Schmidt. Oh yeah, that, you're right. You're right. You're there right, you right, go. Right. I Becca wins. I mean, and she always does win these win these games. Yeah, I me, really but... pay attention to the detail. You know. Yeah, and you know what? I was never great in school, so I'm just gonna suck it up to that. Okay. <laughs> Up, All we're asking you to do is pay attention to a television show. You remember how do- how I dominated in that Taylor Swift lyric versus oh, that was Tanya with Selena Tanya. Gomez lyric? That's I'm just not really a good bad. test taker. I just feel this this level of anxiety pressure that's just like put on me in the moment I'm like I hear the word quiz or test. You know, it's like triggering. <laughs> well, all right. Well, Becca, you're ready for next week's premiere of Grey's Anatomy season. 17. 17. I'm so ready. I was watching old episodes this morning. It's just can't wait. Watch I watched the holiday with Arizona Robbins in it. I did too. She's I so cannot, Arizona. I like I can't She's so Arizona. I'm just like, what are you doing out of the OR girl? Get back in there. Hey, your leg's back. <laughs> yeah. I just like why I'm just you know, I wish they'd bring back some of those older characters. See what, Me you give too. us an update on their lives. Me too. Like, I miss Callie. Yeah. I've been really, like, she, I'm having a moment with her right now because I'm watching, a, I think, season six. She's just crushing it right now. Yeah, she gets pretty, like, badass. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. Well, I hope you all have a great week. Take care of your, seriously, take care of yourself this week. There's a lot of, uh, anxiety and tension and this yeah. week is probably going to be at an all-time high with that 
the like the conversations you're having with people. So really take care of yourself. And if you need to unplug and step away from hearing and watching everything that's going on, take that time for yourself. You know, if you want to have someone fill you in on on important things going on, ask someone if you're like too stressed to watch out. But just um, be kind to each other because this is going to be a week where we see a lot of um, frustration and people that are very angry and hurt. (laughs) So yeah, remember, um, do what you got to do to get by. Yeah. And seriously, like, be nice to each other. There's a lot more going on beyond this election in people's personal lives. So just remember that, too. Um, And we will be back, as always, for next week. Don't forget to get your tickets for the um, live virtual show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And until then, adios. We love you. baby. We love you. Can't wait to chitty chat. Can't wait to read the emails about the cups and such this week. So (laughs) keep them coming. Yeah. Our official period guru, Tanya Rad. That's right. All right. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give 
is, and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.